Hello and welcome to the Rationable Podcast, your weekly deep dive into how science and critical thinking make you immune to scams, fads and hoaxes. I am your host Abhijit. Let's dig in. Today we are we're going to be talking about something that I have been wanting to write about for a very long time and it is detox or detoxification. My first uh, actually my earliest personal encounter with detoxing was with a book called Clean by Alejandro Junger. It was recommended to me by a very close friend who swore it helped her fight an autoimmune disease. I had just recovered from one myself, so I had to look into this. The book was incredibly compelling though, I have to say. And since I listened to the audiobook, this uh, guy's Latin American accent made it even more charming. Junger was a doctor of functional medicine, which warrants an article onto itself, which I'm not going to go into now. But he's basically he's trained as a doctor, so there seems to be some credibility there. He spoke about patients who he couldn't help until he tried certain detoxification diets, which transformed their health. Their symptoms all seemed familiar: weight gain, lethargy. Uh, depression, susceptibility to allergies and infection, brain fog and more. Now, these things were things I was experiencing at that time too. He talked about how elimination diets, footpads, colonics and certain uh, mucoid plaque pills could help get me back into good health and also get my energy back. So he had made so many claims that it took me a long while to get into them all but I found that most of them were quite solidly based in many detox tropes. So to start, let's break down the basics of the detox trend. So what is a detoxification really? Alternative medicine quacks like Dr. Oz and Junger, celebrities and your lunch table buddies have been claiming that our bodies gather up toxins from our food, drinks and the air we breathe. Nowadays, people seem to have started claiming that you can get toxins from GMOs and vaccines too. No one ever specifies what these so-called toxins really are, so there's really no way to get these claims tested for any particular chemical. It's not just lay people who aren't specific. The books written by these detox gurus like Clean are also just as vague. In short, these toxins are the root cause of pretty much any ailment you can think of, from brain fog, as I mentioned before, weight gain, irritable bowel syndrome, eczema, cancer, allergies, autoimmune diseases, and chronic conditions in general. Detoxification, or detox for short, can allegedly get rid of these toxins and return us to better health. Now, the idea isn't new. Humans have been cleansing and purifying themselves for most of recorded history in some sort of ritual or the other medicines regarded uh, medicine mainstream medicine regarded bloodletting enemas and purging as valid therapies that uh, that went on till the early early 20th century as a method of balancing the humors and getting rid of impurities now alternative medicine practices like ayurveda traditional chinese medicine and unani are 
actually bringing these barbaric practices back. However, keep one thing in mind. Bloodletting is actually a valid therapeutic technique for a couple of extremely rare diseases. The medical procedure is called therapeutic phlebotomy, and it's used for treating hemochromatosis, a disease where your body stores too much iron, and polycythemia, where your blood cells, your red blood cells, increase to dangerous levels. These are the only diseases in which controlled bloodletting by a trained practitioner is warranted. Any other form of bloodletting can be extremely dangerous. So please don't try it until and unless you have these conditions. Or if you know a vampire, in which case, I'd still say ask him to brush his teeth. So, are these toxins for real? For that, we need to check out some actual toxins to compare them with. So what are real toxins? Now the word toxins most frequently refers to those produced by microbes or plants. But since we are going against claims that toxins are everywhere, let me spread the term out a little bit further to refer to poisons, venoms, and other harmful chemicals. So first of all, we have natural toxins. Next time someone tells you that something is natural and therefore safe, you can say to them that nature is filled with the most toxic substances known to humans. Here's a quick list of them. Botulism, cholera, and other microbial poisons. Venoms from insects, sea creatures, and other animals like snake venom, jellyfish stings, and spider bites. Then you have plant toxins from poisonous flora like poison ivy, bitter or raw almonds. Plant toxins from poisonous flora like poison ivy, bitter or raw almonds. Apple seeds and apricot kernels, which I've also talked about in another article, which I'll link in the podcast description. Poisonous mushrooms, even. Many metals like lead, mercury and asbestos can make you very sick if they are absorbed into your body. The medical term is heavy metal toxicity. Hmm, did System of a Down name the album after this? Anyway, particulate pollutants. Industries, cars, fires, all release small particulate matter that can cause a lot of damage to your lungs and other internal organs for, if exposed for very long periods of time. So we know about a variety of toxins, right? So which ones are the ones that the detox people are talking about? Sorry, folks. They seem to be about as real as elves and fairies. Unless you believe in elves, in which case we need to have a talk. So do we really need to detox? Well, yes, we do need to get pollutants, waste and other materials we don't need out of our bodies. And if we didn't, we could all die. Okay, so story time. Back in 2009, I got very sick. I wasn't being able to keep anything down. I was puking so hard, my face and eyes went blotchy red because of all the busted blood vessels. It hurt to even look around. I just lay in bed and watched Star Trek, the original series, and House MD on Marathon. I had ultrasounds, blood tests by the dozen, and everything else that the doc could think of. I felt like... Dr. House's patient and kept wishing he wasn't fictional so he could come and find out what the hell was wrong with me. But finally, after about four days of this insanity, my doctor found my creatinine levels were elevated in my blood samples. This meant 
that my kidneys weren't working correctly and this natural waste product from my muscles and other metabolic waste was building up in my system to dangerous levels and making me incredibly sick. So we always have a lot of toxins in our system. We make many of them ourselves. We eat them, breathe them and drink them as well. But our body does an excellent job of getting rid of them. The liver works around the clock to filter out anything we don't need so we can poop them out. It also filters your blood coming from the digestive tract, metabolizes the nutrition in it, filters out the wastes and shoots it back into the intestines as bile. Intestines screen parasites and harmful substances before they reach the bloodstream and have an immune system reaction to them as well. Our lungs expel carbon dioxide through breathing and particulate pollutants through mucus, but only to a level where they can actually handle the load. And if you live in a very polluted city, I'd say take a nice long vacation out in somewhere in nature where you don't have high levels of pollutants and your lungs can help clean out a little bit of it while you're there. Our kidneys filter our blood just like they did for me and get rid of metabolic wastes and surpluses like water-soluble vitamins, all your metabolic wastes and tons more through your pee. They also play an important role in keeping your blood salinity uh, exactly right. Any extra salts or minerals also get thrown out. So that's what happened to me and I am so glad my kidneys are fine. I am feeling great. I don't have any problems in that department anymore and hopefully never will. And also our immune system cleans out a lot of foreign substances including dead cells and germs continuously. Of course, uh, sometimes they overreact and have and cause autoimmune diseases or allergies, but we'll get to that later. Now, we have an incredibly effective system of keeping our bodies clean from the inside out. We just have to make sure that we keep them as healthy as we can. Now, does that mean that the liver needs to be detoxified to work better since it gets its hands dirty so much? I have seen a lot of liver cleanses and detoxes around, especially when I was researching this article. Everywhere you look, there are liver detoxes. And they claim to help the liver do its job better, especially if you've been on a binge, if you've been binge drinking over the weekend or eating crap. But wrong. We don't need to detox our livers. That's what the liver does by itself. Now, there are things you can do to make your liver work better and stay healthy. And all these detox cleanses and juices for the liver are just gimmicks for marketing. You don't need any of it. But you know what you need to do? One, drink in moderation. Two, don't smoke. Three, stay at a healthy weight. Four, eat a healthy diet with lots of nutritious fruits and veggies. Five, drink enough water. Six, get exercise regularly. Seven, stop believing anyone or anything who tells you to detox. Do these things and your liver will be working in top form and keeping you super healthy and squeaky clean from the inside. But I'm not saying that juices are bad for you. Juices are a great nutritious addition to your diet. Just don't get the ones loaded with extra sugar. You don't need those calories anyway. Just make sure you get plenty of fiber and eat plenty of other stuff. Going on a juice fast isn't a good idea though. But that's for another episode. Now, what about a colonic? to get rid of all the gunk stuck up inside your intestines. First, 
colonics should only be done under medical supervision and only when your doctor tells you to get one. Doing it yourself could damage your gut lining, microbiome, and maybe even puncture your intestines. You do not want to do that. There's a reason why your poop goes out of the hole it's meant to. You don't want it going anywhere else, trust me, or it will kill you. Secondly, your intestines, when healthy, keep themselves quite clean. Nothing builds up and sticks to the sides. Just make sure you're getting plenty of fiber in your diet and keep your gut microbiome healthy and happy. They'll go a long way in keeping things moving down there and everything spick and span. There is a pill that you can get to make you poop out a mucoid plaque. This is basically a massive dump that's supposed to clean out your so-called gunk from your piping. It's another scam. All it does is it forms long polymer chains in your intestines that tie all your shit together and then hauls it out. It has no benefits whatsoever. Instead, you should spend your money on psyllium husk like Sat Isabgol or Metamucil or Naturalax A if you're in India. And it's got extremely satisfying results, trust me. I mean, if you have that a few days regularly, trust me, your gut microbiome will thank you and you will know that feeling. I'm not going to go into details about that. That's too gross. But trust me on this. So what about the stuff your body can't detox by itself? What happens to that? You need to go and see a doctor. If it's heavy metals, you get chelation therapy that's meant to extract the metals and the minerals from your blood. Not for natural toxins, there are antivenoms and a host of other medications that can be used to save you from them. Some don't have treatments and then you're pretty much screwed. But if you want to find out more on this topic, let me know by writing to me at contact.rationable at gmail.com or tweet at me at berationable. Now, the detoxing industry is massive and it's showing no signs of going out of fashion. A vast majority of these supplements, juices and footpads and colonics, not to mention the books that are written on the subject, are outright scams and exist only to get your money. They will not do anything that they advertise. The juices, though, can probably add a little more nutrition to your diet. But please don't just drink juices all day long. Coming back to the book I mentioned earlier, Clean, it talked a lot about diets and treatments, and it said nothing at all about the toxins that, that affected the patients, what their blood work said, or any other specific. No scientific research was cited. All he gives in the book are his own anecdotal experiences of his clients. As compelling as it is, there's no evidence presented. Therefore, there's no reason to take his claim seriously. Don't fall for this nonsense. If you've been drinking too much, just stop and let your body heal. If you've been eating crap, eat healthy for a while. And if you're just feeling like shit, like with lethargy, brain fog, feeling bloated, getting allergies and stuff, I'd say try getting the right amount of sleep, eating well, getting some exercise and minimizing your stress. If that doesn't work, hmm, let me think. What else could you do? Oh, yeah, go to a freaking doctor. Anyway, just please, for the love of your liver and your kidneys, don't give these scammers any more of your money. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to read the blog version of this episode along with all the citations and references, or if you have any ideas, comments, or suggestions, please visit berationable.com. You've been listening to The Rationable Podcast. See you next week.